Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away Will the circle unbroken? Good day, good day We'd like to welcome all of our friends and family And our Circle Unbroken tribe back in with us today If you are listening on the radio We're glad that you found us We're glad that you're locked in and tuned in And also if you're finding us through our podcast We are A, very thankful for that But B, hoping that you will be a disciple of that podcast, that you will follow along, that you will share it, that you will tell others about it. We also have an archive of our shows that we've done together with many different people in our community, many people that care about the concept of Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers. want to welcome in producer, friend, coach, confidant, brother, Coach Mike. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm about to get... I'm that mini-headed monster, aren't I? <laughs> did, you like, did you like my hard pause? Because I yeah. had about 10 more descriptions. I was going to say, how many? And how, I went, how much longer is this intro going to get? Delivery, <laughs> boom, we can do it. Well, so we're coming off of Father's Day. Yes. And tell me the quick version of how yours went. Oh, mine was uh, perfect for me. It's fantastic? Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have to do anything. I got, I got two phone calls, and I spent the rest of the time, uh, you know, sitting around on my recliner, just like enjoying it. ball game, enjoying the College World Series, and Man. watching stuff go on. And then uh, in the evening, we uh, got a chance to go to our VBS at oh, Southgate and uh, get that started. So, uh, is it a crazy VBS? Ah, uh, yeah, and you know, I, Operation Creation. You know, it's it's it's. What VBS isn't crazy, right? You know. my, my favorite VBS thing is to uh, bring in visitors from the community mm-hmm. and fool them into thinking that it's always that way. They come, <laughs> they come in and they're like, "This is awesome! We've got everything, yeah. and there's snacks galore, and it's colorful yeah. and wonderful." Like, come back next week. Yeah, <laughs> this was coach the first Sunday for me in a long time where I haven't preached on Father's Day. No no traveling band, not going anywhere to preach. We were in Atlanta and my oldest son was playing baseball there and my wife told me that my Father's Day present that weekend was to go to the college football hall of fame. And so we went and what I didn't think about was that for my present I was getting to pay for seven people to go <laughs> to the college football hall of fame. We went on Friday. It was fantastic, but this was my kicker. At pun intended, you like yeah. right afterwards we went to this is in the middle of a travel baseball schedule. We went to the Chick fil A in downtown Atlanta. Now everybody who knows the hold thing, it. Back up. Yep. On Sunday? No, 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 no. See, we did all this stuff on the Friday. Okay, the that weekend. makes more yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> now, I did see a meme that said, for Father's Day, all fathers eat free at Chick-fil-A on Sunday. But that's a, a different story. Yeah. We go in, and we're there, and, and we're, we're having a really good time. And we had to work with the travel baseball schedule. So we wound up. My wife said, hey, we got to call an audible. And they're making them be here at 2 p.m., so we've got to go over to this Chick-fil-A. Well, we're downtown, Atlanta. And everybody knows anything about Truett Cathy and the Dwarf House and all the different things with Chick-fil-A. We're in the hub of, of Chick-fil-A, any, anything mm-hmm. that area of Georgia. 
So we placed the order. We're high from the College Football Hall of Fame. We're having a good time. And, Coach, we place our order. I try not to do the math and just think this is good family time. And my wife says, they said, would you like anything extra? And she says, we'd like buffalo sauce and ketchup. They say, we're out of ketchup. And the look on your face right now, my <laughs> wife said, this is like this is like going to church without the Bible. And she said, you have no ketchup at Chick-fil-A? And I looked at her and went, do you want to leave? <laughs> and she said, well, we'll make, we'll make do. But it felt so weird being there. I can see being out of their other sauces, Correct. but out of ketchup? Out of ketchup. Wow. I don't know who's to blame for that, but it's the first time that that's ever happened in my life. Out of ketchup at Chick-fil-A. Happy Father's Day to yeah. me, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Great. I'm, I'm super excited about this show because those of you that follow along with us, we're going to be playing this episode that you're hearing, and we're going to play it in two consecutive weeks leading up to a really neat event called An Evening of Hope. But before we get into all that, we have some special guests with us today where we're going to talk about fun things. We're going to talk about mission. We're going to, we'll probably dip into Matthew 25, you know, when it comes to what we could do for people and how we could help in our community. So I want to welcome in number one, Reverend Jeffrey Kane. Good day, sir. Good to be here, Taft. How you doing? Man, I'm pumped. Uh, you are a little, you're having enough coffee yet. <laughs> man, I'm, we, we're, it's kind of a low day. We're not excited as we should be yet, but it'll build. It'll build. It, it'll stack. Right. Yeah, you're seeing him at the low period. It's just a so, low. That's okay. right. That's right. So tighten my seatbelt yes. a little yeah. tighter. Okay. To Sit quote, up straight. To quote, what's his name? Uh, Val Kilmer in Tombstone when he plays, um, who does he Doc play? Doc Holliday. I have not yet begun to defile myself. So, <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to bring the energy. How you like that out of context? Text quote. Wow. Right? Yeah. All right. And then also we have Michael Carnes. Welcome in, sir. Thank you very much, Taff. Appreciate being here. I can't wait for everybody to hear about this event, but also we wind up at events sometimes. I'll go to a concert or church service and or ball game and not really think about the things, the DNA, the organic things that happen behind an event. In a consumer culture, we wind up and we receive. And one thing I love about our jobs here is that we get to help plan and organize. So just out of the gate, I want to thank you, Michael, for what you do, the way that you help to orchestrate and, yeah, get bottoms in the seats, but also say we want to shed light on a very important ministry. So I want to thank you for that uh, as we welcome. start. You're welcome. And folks, that in Radio Land, that's what we call a tease. And so what we're going to do, first of all, is, is talk directly to you, Reverend Kane. I want to talk about... Your ministry, how long okay. you've, you've been at it. Okay. And I also would like to talk about the ministry that is Room in the Inn, because I know I know a little. Growing up in Nashville, I would hear the announcements as a young boy, and they would say, so-and-so this weekend is heading up the Room in the Inn ministry. And, you know, as a kid, the minute the sermon ends, the church became my playground, and so I would love to just run all over the place. And there was this one area that we couldn't play in when the cots were set up. There was an area, it was like this, it was about as off limits as the communion room. We won't talk about what we did in the communion room. Uh, but over there, we would see this area where the cots and everything was. And even as a young child, I went, oh, the church is being transformed. Something is happening here. I didn't know the theology of it mm -hmm. at the time. And so I'd like to talk about both of those things, and we'll stack them on top of each other. So first of all, 
let's talk about you and how long you've been in, for lack of better terms, professional ministry. Okay. Uh, t- tell me about your career path. Thank you so much for hosting us. This yes, morning. sir. It's exciting to start a Monday, Taft, and coach <laughs> on the technical side, and Michael's with us. I've been in ministry now 44 years, and this is perhaps the most exciting time of my life of doing The Room in the End. We have a connection in Creve Hall, and our church was in Creve Hall, and we stumbled on Father Strobel, who encouraged us to start The Room in the End at our church. And that model, which you grew up with, was churches in the wintertime from November to March, the cold season, would take a night and provide housing and food for uh, folks that Father Strobel selected, and you could take so many. So in our church, we opened up the fellowship hall. We uh, had cots, fed them, and then in the morning, give them breakfast, and they're on their way. So I was trained with Father Strobel, loved it, did it there, and then wandered around the country and landed in wonderful Columbia 10 years ago. And I have this huge, empty building at Westminster Presbyterian Church on Trotwood, and I asked the good Lord, what can we do with all this space? Mm. We use it on Sunday, but during the week it's it's way too empty. And so I did. Uh, I just started wandering the streets of Columbia and asking people, "What do you need here?" And I stumble many times at folks that were living under bridges, living under uh, soccer pavilions, baseball f- pavilions, and walking the streets. Several calls would come through and say, "Reverend, we don't have a place. Our car stalled. Our family's hungry." We can't afford a motel. Uh, we have no family or friends, or we've exhausted grandma's couch or auntie's back room. And I got tired of kicking the can down the road. And so the Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, let's open your church and let's see what we can do here. And remember Matthew 25, mm. those folks are me, brother. Mm. And I, I had a complete conversion to Matthew 25 seven years ago. And so I invited civic leaders, church leaders to my Westminster, and we began to plan how can we repeat what you and I were trained on in Nashville. It didn't catch. So in the winter of 2016, being from Michigan and stubborn and playing fullback in high school and not knowing any better, I said, Lord, I'm just going to throw air mattresses down on the floor of my fellowship hall at 2800 Trotwood. I didn't have a strategic plan. The elders approved it. And lo and behold, the winter was slow. And then Memorial Weekend 2016, that's our date, a couple from Alabama landed out of gas, out of hope, out of resources. They were referred to uh, our room in the end. So we welcomed them in, and there launched the room in the end at Westminster Presbyterian Church. We opened our fellowship hall. We had other churches involved, brought meals. Our concept changed because there was no other place to welcome them. So the Lord said, let's stretch this out for a period of time, three to four months, to let people get peace and quiet. The trauma of living in a car, of seeing their babies hungry, people knocking on the door, what's going to come next? So in the tranquility and beauty of the sanctuary of our chapel and of Jesus, just full head on, they began to rest and find themselves in their bearings So over the summer, we added more people, and I was so smart, Coach, I put more mattresses on the floor and said, let's all get along. Right. And you know how far that went, Taft. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just – and then I added a TV. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) And so uh, we got through that summer. We learned some rules. We learned a lot, but all those folks transitioned. And that couple is now – a couple moved on to Mount Pleasant. 
Uh, John died uh, three or four years ago, but Karen is still working and has transitioned to a whole new life. And that's what we do there. A young mother arrived from Murfreesboro with her teenage daughter, and we, she stayed at our inn and then had a relationship, and there was a baby coming in nine months. And we, yeah, your eyes, what are we going to do? And the Lord called two of our saints to say, we want that baby to be born in our house. The father wasn't present. So one of the saints of our church then, beautiful story, they took this woman and her teenage daughter and soon-to-be baby into their house and loved on them and transitioned. And that daughter then went to high school, graduated Honors Central High School, Honors Columbia State Nursing School. But those are the, I can go on and sure. on about the miracles. Then eventually we got caught with uh, got caught up with fire codes, and I right. became good friends with Chief Cobb. He's my buddy, <laughs> and said, "Reverend, <laughs> we we've we've allowed this for a while, but it's time." And I said, "You're right, you're right." So we then we became to, uh, uh, wanderers trying to find a room in the end, and a um, manager owner of the Columbia Inn on Nashville Highway. We knocked on his door after many, many other doors of searching and trying sure. to find places. And now that's where we've been the last three and a half, going on almost four years. We rent motel rooms at the Columbia and there on Nashville Highway and provide transitional services for folks. We don't try to fix them, but they're required to come to church and Bible study. We provide food, wraparound services of counseling, and we've had kids come through there that graduate from Central or Spring Hill High School and that folks get on to work and things of that sort. It's not a lengthy shelter. They have to have rules and regulations. They're out of the rooms. They're searching for work or doing whatever activities to move themselves along. Our key word is transition. And the dream now is we've had a benefactor uh, purchase a property on Maple Ash here in town, and we hoped, after we go through the codes review, to begin ministry there, hopefully late July or early August, with four rooms all to ourselves. Back to the original dream. It's a church. Jesus, quiet, tranquility, peace that people that have heard and faced domestic violence, abuse, abandonment, shame, can then feel that God's Spirit is with them, that they're, truly, they're not a failure or a flop, but they have a future. And we allow Jesus to just be our, our main factor, our vision, our hope. Yes, we've had some failures. Yes, we have frustrations. But if you walk around my church, Taft, someday you won't find a broken window, a piece of graffiti. They had respected the property, and it was a, a miracle for our congregation. And now it's a brand for us. That's who we're known for. And it's just such an honor. When I came here, I told Jesus, I said, this is my last rodeo. Mm. This is my last rodeo. I really want to see you and touch you. I've done Presbyterian Company. I'm a corporate man. And this has been an answer to prayer that just continues to flow in the folks. I got a call last Friday afternoon from the Columbia Police, our well-serving police force. Reverend Kane, you run room in the inn. I said, yes, sir. He goes, I have a family sleeping in a hot truck from Texas with three children and three dogs. They have nowhere to go. They run out of money. Do you have a room in the inn? I said, Come on down to 1208 Nashville Highway. I'll meet you there. Now they're coming to church. The young man is going to interview tomorrow with jobs. They're going to establish themselves and things. But think of the heat and now the storms today. Right. They're in a safe, safe place. Primarily single mothers with children, and uh, we help with the children and help them into activities and whatever, vacation Bible schools and the like and things. 
and money and support of this community has been amazing. Just flows and comes in, and we're able to rent the rooms and provide services. And Jesus told us, do it all volunteer. So we're an all-volunteer force. Wow. Well, you, you said several things in this descriptor of, number one, beginning with, I have the, talking to the Lord, I have this space. What am I going to do with this space? And I think there's people listening right now that have space, whether or not it's physical space or space on their calendar, financial space, where you say to God, and you be careful because if you say that to God, you be careful. <laughs> but you say to God, I have this. What am I going to do with it? And then your next statement that really caught me was when you said, and the Lord tapped me on the shoulder. Me being a father of four young'uns right now, I get tapped on the shoulder a lot, and sometimes I'm accommodating. Other times I go, leave me alone. Don't do that right now. So to say to God, I've got this space. I want to be a good steward of it. This is not a museum, so I don't want to just open it up on Sundays for people to visit. I want it to be a hospital for people that are hurting and broken. And let's be real, we can't have enough hospitals. We just need to stop fighting over the medicine. Sorry, that's another show for another day. Um, <laughs> You're getting but, preaching. Yeah, boy. And so <laughs> you do that, and then he taps on your shoulder, and the gap where you said, I'm going to start this, and then the first family landed, you said, on Memorial Day? 2016. Okay. That gap in between launching the ministry and a family coming was, was how long? How long did we, you... Yeah, we were meeting in the fall of 2015, and we launched it in January, what, okay. do the six months, seven yes, months? Sir. Yeah, Memorial that, Weekend. That reminded me of when you're preparing and you're getting ready, it's a lot like, for lack of better terms, it's a lot like arc building, mm-hmm. where you're stepping out in faith that we're going to do this, we're getting ready for this. God, I know you're coming. I know it's going to happen. And now one of the words that you used over and over again, I like that you acknowledged it, is the word transition. Because that anytime you use the word transition, it gives people hope for a, for a path, for a ramp to say, hey, this isn't just a bed. This is not just some food. It's saying we believe that John 10, 10, you can have an abundant life. And I don't mean that as a prosperity preacher. I'm saying you can have a life that is big because God made you. And just because I may have a bed and you don't, just because I may have a mortgage and you don't, you know, in life, we're both beggars looking for where to find bread. And that's what evangelism is. And so you're out here saying, hey, we're just making bread. I mean, there's, there's hungry people. And so I think there's people, as you mentioned, like, like uh, the with the fire department, you know, Mr. Cobb. Uh, there's police officers. There's people that know what you're doing, and the support's obviously good. But there's people here like me that don't fully know this. I know what you are connected to, but they don't know the DNA or the origin of it. And so I'm excited. We're about to go into break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about opportunities for people to step in and to help and different ways that I think you can encourage them through this ministry, through getting out there, and to be biblical here, to just try to take a step on the water. He's going to meet you. And, I mean, I just love this. I am blessed. Y'all, I got chill bumps, which don't translate in radio. So when we come back after the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about Room in the Inn, 
about something that's being done here. And then also we're really going to drive into an evening of hope where you can have a great family night, but also invest in a wonderful ministry here on Circle Unbroken when we come back. This is Coach Traders Dog from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Coming to the Mule House in Columbia on June 27th at 7 p.m., an evening of hope, a great night of music to benefit the Room at the Inn of Murray County. Brandon Heath, Riley Clemens, Leanne Crawford, Apollo Limited, and special guest Al Andrews will be performing starting at 7 p.m. Get your tickets today at www.themulehouse.com. Come enjoy the evening and support this important ministry. June 27th, 7 p.m. Tickets at www.themulehouse.com. We are back here on Circle Unbroken. As always, I am flanked by my brother, Open Mike. Hello, sir. Hello. How you doing? For our for our guest here, I have a couple of names for him, depending on the day. It's it's Coach Mike, but then I'll call him Open Mike when we gotta talk about some real serious stuff. And then if we just get fired up, he's hot Mike. All right, so we use them all, and I haven't gotten his permission on any of them. His wife hasn't killed me yet for calling him Hot Mike yeah, on, well, on the radio. Yeah, she just laughs. She just kind of like looks at, yeah, right. I, I had a boy yesterday as we were finishing up that baseball trip we've been talking about, and he was describing the mom of another boy on the team. And he was trying to say that she moves very fluid and gets things done. He messed up. And he said, you know so-and-so's mom? And I said, yeah. He goes, she's, this is a 14-year-old boy. He goes, she's very majestic. And I said, you, you realize that her husband may kill you calling her majestic. That's, that's the wrong word. And so I'm not trying to get you in trouble yeah. you know, with your spouse here. No, my, she just, you know, you, you start throwing around stuff like that. She just kind of laughs. Okay. She, she, she okay. knows the truth. Yeah. And I, and I can't call you Majestic Mike because then somebody may say, let's shorten that and call it Magic Mike. And then it's a whole yeah, other problem. Now, 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 we're, now, we're, be in trouble, now we're crossing coach. some lines we don't need that, to cross. That's, that that's what we do here on Circle <laughs> Unbroken. Uh, some of you who are listening may have heard our advertisement right before we came in from the break here. And, and kudos to you for getting that in here. That is an advertisement for a special evening of hope that we have coming up and that's going to be a benefit for room in the end and in our next section we're going to talk about some of the artists that are going to be there some of the things where you can get your direct tickets but keep that in the back of your mind as we listen to the show today because we're joined by two special guests reverend jeff kane and michael carnes and so thank you guys for being in studio today Good to be with you. Good to be Thank with you. you. Good to be with you. It's it's been really neat for me because there are people that we have come on the show that I like, but getting excited about takes a couple of, you know, conversations and breaks. And I think today, out of the gate, you're coming with the heat. Um you you got me fired up with the way that you're talking about this. And one thing I love about our off mic conversations is that when we talk about church size, a church doesn't have to be a mega church to get something done. 
I remind people all the time that Jesus had 12 and one wanted to kill him. And so when, when we talk about that, that'd be a terrible name for a ministry, right? 12 and one wants to kill me. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is that if you've got people that are saying, God, use me. I have this space. What am I going to do with it? I am open to you screaming at me, Lord, or whispering and tapping on my shoulder. And then I'm going to be faithful trying to help people transition, trying to move people along. And one of the things that we talked about, Reverend, when we were off air that I'd like to start with here is doing Matthew 25, saying that I am going to look for opportunities, realizing that I am also the least of these. You know, I am not qualified or worthy of the blessings that I receive. And so helping others access those blessings, just like in our own spiritual journey, there are hard conversations along the way. I can tell somebody my conversion story and I can get you all the high points. I was saved and I am here and I have hope and I live in that every day. But from being being able to sing songs, Coach and I talk about this a lot, I can't sing the song Amazing Grace properly and with full impact until I have been equally amazed by my sin. Wow, I'm broken. Wow, I have fallen short. Wow, I have messed up. And so from getting to that point to this point, there have been a lot of continual hard conversations as Taft has transitioned, a lot of hard conversations of people that have said, hey, this is a hurdle for you. Hey, you need to make sure that you take a spiritual inventory, that you take care of your family. All things that happen in my air quote, normal life, same types of conversations that you have with people when they come to be a part of the room in the end ministry, they're just very focused because you're trying to move somebody to a position of taking care of themselves, moving on. And so let's talk for a moment about those hard conversations that you have to have with somebody when it goes far beyond a meal you know, in a room for the night. When you're transitioning them, you have to talk about different points and things that they have to meet, obligations that have to happen. And these aren't things to make this look less special, these are questions that I want to ask you today to show this is real life when we're helping people. Let's talk about those combos. To see Jesus in Matthew 25, he said, you know, I was in prison, I was homeless, I was naked. So I have come and learned more and more that I come with open hands mm. and know that I don't have all the answers to this ministry and to my approach and me working with these children, these Jesus people who come through the doors and they come through the doors of the church or in, in cars or in places that I meet them with tears and broken lives, domestic violence, shame, guilt, uh, all the, the signs and experiences and scars and wounds of being homeless, of being rejected and abandoned. So as we get acquainted it's a lot of listening. Tell me your story. Where are you at? And the tears and, and flow that someone wants to listen to them to tell their story and affirming that they're a child of God and having the presence of mind to keep this close my mouth and just listen and affirm and acknowledge you are a child of God. You're in a safe place. You're a very safe place. You're in the sanctuary here or in a room, and we're going to provide through the grace of Christ a room of peace and quiet and the Holy Spirit that then will take time 
we're not going to rush you. We're not going to tell you to put in a program that you have to pull your bootstraps up. So in the beginning, it's a lot of acknowledgement of where they're at, that it's a journey of many steps. It took them a journey to get to where they're at and the, 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 the straps and all the hurdles that they've had to overcome. And then how are we going to move along with Jesus? What is it, the plan that God is putting on your heart, not what Reverend Kane wants to see you do or to be successful? What is it you want for your babies? What is it you want for your life? And let's see if we can then, through the power of the Holy Spirit and prayer, open our hands and pray, God provide and it's amazing. Yesterday, there were six mattresses outside Westminster. People had mattresses, which are now in trucks going to people who need mattresses. Other people call and say, I have clothes. Well, that's interesting because we just had a baby born. We need baby clothes. And they appear. So prayers earlier in the week, I need baby clothes. I need diapers. I need support. All of a sudden, show up and come about. And so we help them always keep in mind that word transition. This is not your final place. You deserve and you need and you want in the heart of your hearts a place for those babies. You want to have dignity about your life. You want to rejoin the community. And we're here to help you walk with that. We know you're going to stumble. We know you're going to make mistakes like we all do. But we're all here by the grace of God and we've all stumbled. Sometimes it gets to where we have to have a prayer meeting and say, we find that you're not meeting the rules or obligations of being in room in the end. You're not your prayer life, your journals, your coming to church, your attitude. You're not on the, out knocking on doors. Uh, your kids aren't regularly in school. Those are signs that you're not engaging the program. And talk to us about that. And if it doesn't uh, reach a point where there's change, then we have to have that hard conversation and say, we don't think this is the ministry for you. There might be a better place for you. Mm. Those are rare, but they do occur and they, we never had any issues. We've had a few with some outright defiance and had to address them immediately for the safety. But as we talked about, mothers with children, don't, you don't have to worry about rules. And what they just have a heart. I've learned so much about them. They just protect and serve and come to church with their babies and come and active in a whole... Think about coming to a strange church and you've been living in a car and to sing the hymns and to be there... And then to be loved on, it, it, they go out like a deer in headlights. So we walk, we talk, but after three, four months, then we start setting deadlines saying, okay, we've been at this for a while. You've had a place and a space and quiet time. I think it's time. Let's set a date that we can move you along and, and celebrate that. Deadlines work mm. in our ministry. Deadlines work that we're just not a permanent shelter because we all get comfortable in sure. our space. We all get, this is easy. I get a free room. There's food. They love on me, but it's time. It I have found time. that when I talk to people from a conservative background, and when we think in that religious sense, I'm talking about legalism, when I, when I meet people on that side of things, one thing that I have found a lot is that they, there's a strong emphasis on Bible preaching. There's a strong emphasis on sound doctrine and teaching, which are wonderful things. But that when we start talking about benevolent work, a lot of them will say, there's a lot of churches out there, and they'll, they'll say that are to the left, that are doing benevolent work, but they're not mentioning Jesus. They're not talking about transition. They're not talking about spiritual disciplines, conversion, all of these things. And so some of these churches will say, well, that's no different than a benevolent society. That's no different than just a nonprofit who does it. Then I'll talk to churches on the left, 
and the churches on the left that may have really dirty hands and feet from what they've been doing, they will talk about these other churches, and we spend a lot of time pointing our fingers at each other, and they'll talk about these other churches and say, they want you to memorize verses. They want you to know the tenets of their faith and, and what their church believes, but it's almost like you have to pass a test over here, and they said, and then you can't do Matthew 25. The funny thing about life is that the truth always lies somewhere in the middle, and so you look at that and say, there's conviction and compassion that go hand in hand with each other, and I think in this situation, it's really neat to look at it and say, A, kudos to you and your ministry for saying, hey, we know that we're doing this not just to provide help. We're not, we're not the Red Cross. We're not just a group that has a, a toy box or a blanket donation, right? But we know that we're doing this because of our conviction from the Lord. And what I like about it is I said this years ago to a group, and I said, Jesus is not a coupon. He's not something that, that they get and they say, we came to Bible class. Let me cash that in. Um, I came to your church service. Let me, let me cash that in so I can receive some more. It's not a voucher of redemption, right? But then what he is, to use our medical reference earlier, he's the prescription. And so when you're helping these people, hey, guys, don't view Jesus as something that you're just cashing in to get more. Got to go to Bible study. Got to journal. Got to do this. He's, he's the prescription of everything that we're doing. And are you familiar with Francis Chan? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the author of a book, his first book that I ever knew was called Crazy Love. And Francis and his wife were just saying, God, we want to be more generous. God, we want to be more generous. And he said, God, we don't have any money. (laughs) And so he prayed and said, God, if if there's something I can do to get more resources, I'll give you all my time, but more resources, I will will make sure that that is a direct donation to you. Well, he authored this book, Crazy Love. It blew up. It took off. And he set it up with his accountant and everything where every proceed they got from that had to go directly to what he called Jesus work, had to go to benevolent things. And he said, it's really hard when I want a pair of golf clubs or I've got a you know, national bestselling book and I can't do anything because of what I promised God. And one of the things he says through that work is this. There are many people that say that they're in love with God or that they are you know, very close in their relationship with Jesus, but they're really not in love with him. They're in love with his stuff. And he talks about, you don't even know the heart of him. You just know the things that you think you receive. And so I think what you're doing in this ministry here is saying, this is the root. This is, this is where we are. This is what we think that we're supposed to do. And then this is how we move you through that. I want to transition for a minute. That's just our word for the day, transition, mm-hmm. um, before we go to break. And, Michael, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about the evening of hope and what's going to happen. So in our next break, when we come back, we're going to talk a lot about why that happens, about operating costs, about why we're doing this to bring others in. But give us a quick tease about this evening of hope before we go to break. Sure, sure. Well, it's going to be at the Mule House here in Columbia. And an evening of hope is just that. You know, we've been talking about transition, and we all walk day to day in the hope of Jesus, who we are. So um, it's basically a great concert. With It's a writer's round. A lot of Christian uh, artists here, Brandon Heath and some others. And we're just going to enjoy an evening of fellowship and time together, but knowing in the back of our head that every time we 
buy a ticket. Every time we buy something at the silent auction, every time we give, we're giving to the ministry yes. that um, Reverend Kane's put together. Okay. Thank you for telling us about that. Guys, I want you to visit themulehouse.com, themulehouse.com, because as we go into break, if you're leaving us, it's not too late. Go to themulehouse.com and look up an evening of hope, a benefit for room in the inn. If you're hooked on this, if you're interested in this, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about the specs of that night, how you can be there, how you can help, and how you can just experience a wonderful night learning about this ministry and also helping this ministry in the future when we come back on Circle Unbroken. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. 
Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Perchowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of southern middle tennessee join us help us call us front porch radio delk kennedy thank you for listening coming to the mule house in columbia on june 27th at 7 p.m an evening of hope a great night of music to benefit the room at the end of murray county thank you sponsors lister hill credit union keystone alternative health mcdonald's of murray county heritage bank and trust and the Tennessee Christian Chamber of Commerce. Get your tickets now at themulehouse.com. Come support this important ministry, June 27th, 7 p.m. at themulehouse.com. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me in. Folks, if you hear those words from Matthew 25 and verse 35, and you want to know more, I want to invite you to crack open your Bible, to tap into your Bible app, and read the passage in Matthew 25. It'll make you think about what you're doing with your resources It'll make you think about your life and how you steward the things that God has given you. And I'd like to also read something else, which is on the front page of a pamphlet that I have here about Room in the Inn here in Columbia. And it says, our mission statement, to assist families from Murray County with transitioning to independence, housing, and employment. 
Room in the Inn is a place where families are assisted in locating support from available resources to improve their physical and spiritual lives. Coach, I'm excited about this show coming up. Yeah, it sounds like a really, really interesting day and and evening, actually. And uh, uh, you can't say enough about what they are trying to do, Mm -hmm. you know, with the proceeds and and what this is actually going to support. Uh, It's a it's a community event that really needs our you know really needs the 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 community to rally around it, uh, jump in, be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, again, you know, like you said, Matthew twenty five, you know, what you do to the least of these. You're right, doing to me a hundred percent. I have found that, especially when tragedy comes or something happens, if it's a weather event, churches erase their lines and focus on helping people. They 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 just say, "Hey, we're going to jump in. We're going to help. We're going to go. We're going to do. We're going to live out this in Matthew twenty five. And a lot of times, we do that in moments of crisis. We do that in moments of where it's emergency status. And what I think room in the end does is it reminds everyone that there are people in daily crisis. There are people that, whose lives are spinning out of control. They feel like things are going sideways and that there's always an opportunity to do that. And I want to say this about an evening of hope as we welcome in again, Reverend Jeff Kane and Michael Carnes. Thanks for not leaving yet. Appreciate you guys. Good Still to be here. here. Good to be here. And one thing I have found is that as I've traveled throughout our town, I have seen some of these flyers, which are in front of us. And, folks, if you don't know about these flyers, you can go to our Facebook pages, and you're going to see those on WKOM and WKRM Front Porch Radio Facebook pages. But I have seen, through my traveling and preaching, I have seen already these flyers in, here's what I love, two different types of churches. Get out of here. I have gone into one. Get out of here. You know how I was describing the right and the left earlier? <laughs> I have gone into ones where I went, of course that's in there. And I have gone to other ones where I've gone, oh, good for them. That's in there. Because those lines are erased when it comes to helping people. People want to know more about your truth when they see where your hands and feet are. And so that's why I think this is really neat. And I want to devote this last section of the show today to an evening of hope. I'd like to talk about what it's going to be. I'd like to talk about a special moment to really dive in on the sponsors that have come together for this. And what I want to start off is by saying this. If you're listening right now, you can go to themulehouse.com and look for an evening of hope. It's going to be June 27th. And now we're going to talk about the ins and the outs, the things that come along with that show, what it does, how it helps, and the people that are going to be there to make this special. So I'm going to kind of hand this over to Reverend Jeff Kane and Michael Carnes. Thank you. An evening of hope is a hope-filled evening that we can celebrate God's goodness to our ministry and to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and say, thank you for being with us in seven years of ministry and mission. We've never missed a meal or a payment, and it's been abundance And it's been, as you mentioned, crossing lines. I've met more wonderful people from different theological backgrounds. But when you put Jesus in front of it, it, all that is set aside, and we we work together, and we share together and laugh. I've never been part of such a ministry that's so ecumenical and from every corner of every business and generosity of Marie County. A big shout-out. And we're still the only one, Taft, in town, and we love being the only one, but we want to share this ministry and bring hope to people. You talked about tornadoes or hurricanes or fires. These people are in 
are in all of those emotionally and spiritually. Their lives have been upended from perhaps a dysfunctional background, abandonment as a child, and they're struggling. They're good people. They want to work. They want to make it. They're not the folks on the corners holding cardboard boxes, and I'm not being judgmental. Sure. But these folks want a place. They want a step. And they, we are blessed to give them hope. This concert came through a good friend of mine who will remain anonymous. He said, I want to help out. And he said, I'm in the music business and productions. Uh, he knows Lauren Deegan, Daigle, excuse me. And he said, I'm going to rent out the Mule House out of my own pocketbook. Wow, that's not cheap. That's mm-hmm. not cheap. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Buckle yeah. down, Taft. And I'm going to recruit stars like Brandon Heath and Riley Clemens and Lena Crawford, Apollo, and my good friend, Al Andrews. Mm. So a benefactor out of his pocketbook and his heart have brought this all together. Now, our task and joy is to fill it up. 500 sure. seats are waiting. That's going fast. But we want to bring that all together. The ultimate is to glorify Jesus, to have a fun evening of music and sharing. And these artists all know the story. It'll be, um, a, a, it won't be like a concert venue. It'll be more. Letters round. Thank you. That's the word. Thank you, Michael. And so it's a chance to hear some good music, mm-hmm. and we're going to tell the story. And the bottom line is to give to take those resources that we can continue renting rooms at the Nashville uh, on Nashville Highway at the Columbia Inn, and also our big dream is to finish off our project on Maple Ash. We bought a church, and we'd like to finish that off and maintain that. All the money we don't go to staffing, no administrative right. costs, all that office overhead. It's all about Jesus. And he's filled up every evening and given us hope along the way. And we're, we know he's going to be there and he's working overtime and just said, I got this. Just calm down. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to speak, Michael, to the, the average person who's hearing this right now. I want to talk about these artists for a second, because here's what I know. There are three different types of people that can benefit from attending this show. And here's what I mean. A writer's round format is really cool because they tell the story and the origin of this so you don't have to know a lot about the individual artist. Number two, you'll also be surprised by things. So with these artists, and I know all four of them, but with these artists, there's the person who listens to the CCM format, that is the Contemporary Christian Music format, on a regular basis. That person will hear these artists know the songs, and say, ooh, I never knew that about the song. There's other people that are kind of marginal. They're kind of marginal. They, they listen to, they flip back and forth from 95.5, Front Porch Radio, you like that, uh, <laughs> over to a K-Love or a Way FM. And when they do that, they'll say, ooh, that song's my jam, or that song has gotten me through something. And so they'll realize, oh, that's Brandon Heath, or oh, that's Riley Clements. Okay, and then they can make that connection. There's a third group of people that may not even touch Christian music per se. It's just, it's not their genre. And for a lot of people growing up, they thought back in the day, it wasn't as good as regular Christian music. And that has completely changed. I mean, the artistry, the the formula, everything that's been done now in contemporary Christian music, hip-hop Christian music, like it's all so much better. It's evolved. It's transitioned uh, as it it used to be. And so I just want to encourage the three types of people to say, man, there's a good product 
Yeah. It's going to be yeah. at this show. There's, it's not just a good product in the sense of that. Nashville, the greater Nashville area is great with writer's rounds, mm-hmm. which for those who don't know that is it's not, you know, an artist up in front with all the concert lights and it's great, great concert. It is getting to know, as you said, Taft, who they are, where the songs came from, their stories. And, you know, I've sat in writer's rounds and we're like, that dude looks like somebody that's holding a card on the street. And he's got albums on Garth and Reba and Dolly's albums and stuff. And you, you don't know these guys. Right. You know, so it doesn't matter if you know the people or not. We know they're great artists. And the thing I wanted to say really about coming to something like this, and whether you come to this or not, you could always support Room mm-hmm. in the End mm-hmm. or, or any service for that matter. But you're part of it now. If you buy a ticket, if you come – and support Jeff at the church. If you do anything, you're part of Room at the Inn. You don't have to be Reverend Jeff Kane, who is putting everything into it. Just put part of it in it. Be Jesus. Mm. Emulate Jesus. You know, serve. Serve how you can. Well, I can can't come that evening and enjoy an evening, but now I'm also serving those single moms that have those babies that are trying to transition. And we use that word a lot. And I'm going to be a thesaurus here for a second. We're growing. Right. Every day we grow. And so coming to this evening at the Mule House is a fabulous evening for just family and knowing that you're serving. And the thing about the sponsors and what Jeff just said, this is paid for mm-hmm. because the sponsors and that gentleman that brought in the Mule House, so 100%, how many times did you hear this? 100% of what's going on is going into the ministry. Mm. Mm. That that usually it's the eighty twenty and you're pretty happy sure. with that, but then there's fifty fifty and all. Right. This is a hundred percent of what you do is going into the ministry because of the sponsors and the generous of of, of hearts for our businesses. There's these wonderful artists, Taff. I just want to reiterate, are leaving their quiet homes in Nashville to come right. to our beautiful city. They're all donating their time and mm. talent. I mean, Brandon Heath is here in our hometown. You don't right. have to go to Nashville and all the traffic and all the noise. Right here, God has provided. Right. Oh, and, and it's it's special. It's special with my children, being a dad with my four kids, where, I mean, that that format is on our radio all the time. And so for them to know these people, they'll, they'll take a shot to get there. We've got just a couple of minutes before show wraps. Any specific sponsors that we need to mention or highlight? Uh, as we as we wrap up today, just uh, Athens Insurance Agency came aboard. Andrew Crichton is a wonder has yeah. been with us for many many years. I just want to shout out to Andrew and his family, and more to follow. Okay, right now just shout out to them and others and the good Lord. Mm, mm. He's given us so much hope. Well, I mentioned all that travel ball earlier. My yeah. daughter plays with one of his daughters. Oh my God! And on Facebook, she's doing lemonade sales and all these different things for Room of the Inn. And so I just want to tell Serving. people, you can do this. So one more time, an evening of hope, a benefit for Room in the Inn featuring Brandon Heath, Riley Clemens, Leanna Crawford, Apollo LTD, with special guest Al Andrews. That's June 27th, 2023 at the Mule House. And for tickets, you can go to themulehouse.com. We have been joined in today by Reverend Jeff Kane and Michael Carnes. I'd like to finish today by doing something a little bit different for our format and going to God in prayer. Amen. Lord, thank you so much for what you have given us. Thank you for all the blessings. And God, I ask a special prayer right now for those that are listening and those that are thinking about how they can serve. 
God, I ask that you will tap them on the shoulder. Father, I ask that you will let them look around and see the space that they have in their lives and know that you will not allow it to remain empty. And God, I ask a special prayer for this night, for this ministry, and thank you for giving us opportunities to serve. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, that we live and that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for coming today to Circle Unbroken. And again, go to themulehouse.com for more information on an evening of hope. We love y'all. Take care. Come home.